been a bit, Abby. It's been so long. A whole week, even. It's been a whole entire week since we've chatted. I know. How do we do it? How do we get through the week? How do I get through I the don't day know. without you and I? I think about you every day. <laughs> every day. Honestly, you are every on my day. mind a lot of the time. Like, I do think about you, especially lately when I've just been, like, kind of struggling with different things. Hmm. Um, you and a couple of my other friends, especially, like, female friends, um, it's hmm. been, like, um, it's been, like, ha- like listening to what you have all been doing or what I've been telling you all and what you've been telling me and just, like, taking yeah. advice and thinking, like, okay, what would Abby do or what would this hmm. other person do? And it's been, like, absolutely helpful. Yeah. Wow. You think what would Abby do sometimes? Yeah, for sure, dude. Again, I, I look up to you in a lot of ways. Aw, I look up to you, too. Thanks. So. Um. I wonder, yeah, sometimes I wonder what would Abby do, because, like, not, like, in my own head, but I'm just, like, I just don't know. Like, I don't make the best decisions sometimes. Um, no, I don't think, when I, I don't I was, think anyone does. Yeah. I was just around my mom for the past few days because she was visiting L.A. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of times I run by certain, like, things with her and questions and I'll be like, I'll say something and like, I'll get kind of heated about it in the moment. And she'll just be like, no, like, don't do that. <laughs> or like, you should do this. You should say this. And I'm like, you're here. You're, you're saying like good things, but you're not here 90% of the time. So I'm just making my own choices and either it's good or bad. But a lot of times I trust yeah. her more than more than me it's interesting again we tend to fall back into past habits or relationships like into the old dynamic of old relationships mm-hmm. that's why a lot of people tend to fall back into like especially with their parents like past bad habits or mm. um like, they really feel similar ways. Like, for example, kids, like, the siblings will end up fighting with each other maybe a little bit more than they would with yeah. anyone else. Um, or with mm-hmm. parents, they end up just, like, parents go into parent mode, right? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's such a reality. And it's, like, and it's up to us to be like, okay, we have to actively choose to not be like this. <laughs> And it's hard. It's really hard. Yeah, when I go home, I'm like, I have to actively try to make my room clean and, like, not leave my clothes on the floor. <laughs> but, yes, that's... Um, a... <laughs> <laughs> I don't succeed most of the time. I mean, shit, dude. Keeping your apartment clean and space clean is hard. Um, yeah. It's actually been one thing that's been really difficult while traveling is because uh, you have to share everything, right? And mm. the only space that you really have yourself is, like, your bed. <laughs> so trying to keep, yeah. like, even though I have, like, only a couple things, but, like, keeping that always organized 
and then trying to like let go of everything else and like trying to find my own space um Mm -hmm. so definitely like you know uh keeping your space organized is difficult and then what i always found really funny is you know how there's like the thing of whenever you had family or friends or whatever come or whoever come over when you're a kid and your parents are like go clean your room like coming into my room yeah like don't like just don't let them in there uh yeah it's just funny it's just funny to me yeah oh how like the kid is like well i'll just close my door and they they won't go into my room yeah yeah i'm still like that sometimes i mean it's just a reality right like i definitely clean my room like i clean my entire goddamn apartment whenever i have someone come over like me too like all the time what i actually really want to start doing when i get back is like just getting used to going to either someone's place and having them like do their normal everyday stuff and or vice versa like Mm -hmm. having people come over as i just like clean like having people come over so i do clean or get work (laughs) done right it's yeah yeah it's nice to just like be one like alone together uh is really Mm. nice and then two just like getting like your chores and stuff done with someone around it's kind of nice yeah it is really nice i definitely want to do that more i want to like just casually be around people and it's actually like really difficult because i also really do like my own space i don't like the introvert in me is really trying to wrap my head around wanting to be around people (laughs) (laughs) like one part of you is like i want to be alone the other part wants to be around people so it's kind of hard to meld the two together Mm -hmm. yeah we Mm -hmm. all have our moments of wanting peace and wanting like a community around us yeah it's pretty funny um it's pretty funny how like i (laughs) there's always like this post that i think of where it was this video of like oh hey gabriel like the angel come here and it's god talking to gabriel look i made this human this type of human and they're called an introvert what about them god uh i (laughs) made it so that way they lose energy every time they talk to people yo that's kind of fucked up and it gets even that better. That is really fucked up. I, I know, right? <laughs> uh, oh, wait. It gets even better. I made them interesting <laughs> and attractive <laughs> so that way people want to talk to them. Uh, <laughs> it's like, um, They're dude, irresistible you... to other humans. <laughs> They're mysterious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The strong, silent type. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Fucking wild. So, we love a strong silent type. We love a strong anything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like you were saying, um, like doing chores or doing work next to each other. I feel like that's called, um, I've heard it's called parallel play. Oh, that? was it you that was saying that? Who was saying that? Maybe, I mean, I've said it before. Maybe it was I, me. It might have it been you. It might have been someone else i've met within like the last week it was definitely very recent but yeah parallel play 
is... I love Parallel Play. Oh, I was on the phone either last night or like a couple of days ago with this girl, and she said Parallel Play. I was like, oh, that's hot. Mm. And she goes, no, silly, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that kind of play. <laughs> I know. I know it's not. Um, I knew that it wasn't, but it was just also an easy joke, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I prefer horizontal play. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer diagonal play. <laughs> I, I prefer vertical play. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer fourth dimensional play. <laughs> oh, my God. I prefer... I prefer roundabout play. Ooh, I like that one. I like <laughs> that one a lot. You can get off wherever you want, but as long as you're within your lane. <sighs> oh my god. Love that. Dang. Sometimes I say um, shit and I don't know what I'm saying, but once I say it, I'm like, that was fire. And that was yeah, one of those same. times. <laughs> same. Yeah, that was good. Just like, mouth like your word words are coming out of your mouth and then like at the very end you're like that came out to be a coherent sentence <laughs> dude all the time all the time i'm like how did i <laughs> like i i really try to take my time to talk that way i can think about all my mm. words which is why i talk kind of slow I try to talk intentionally same, same. And, yeah i think it's <laughs> It's really nice to have people take their moments. It's actually really interesting. Some cultures, it's actually very rude to talk right after the other person is finished. Because it just shows like you already had something that you wanted Mm. to say before they finished. And that you stopped listening halfway through. Yeah. To form your thought. Yeah, I've definitely done that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But sometimes it just comes out. Oh, for sure. For sure, for sure, for sure. That just kind of happened, sure. right? Um, yeah. For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. For real, for real, for real. For... <laughs> uh, one thing that I liked to do for a while, and it really helped, I just haven't done it in, in a bit, was like, I will say like, there's an aside that I want to pull up really quick. I'll like hold up my hand and as if it's like in a pin, like let me pin that idea really quick Hmm. and like put in a little bulletin board and then or yeah right like but literally hold my hand up or i like hold my hand like off into the side like thinking like and like tap it or just like do something Mm. physical that attaches the idea to that that way i don't have to think about it but i know it's there right Mm. like offload it to a body part rather than my brain (laughs) I like that. I read a book when I was like really little about this girl who had a photographic memory. And Mm -hmm. every time she would see something that she wanted to remember, she would blink and think click like a camera. Oh, I like that. So then I started doing that. And I haven't done it in a while, but like I used to do it up until high school or whatever, or even later. And I would just like, if I see a pretty sunset or if I, if I'm doing something pretty, like I would just blink really intentionally, like really like hard, like, like a really extended wink with both eyes (laughs) (laughs) and then just be like click in my head. 
Click. Such a nerd. I love how <laughs> out of all the things you had to describe the exact motion you were doing with your <laughs> with your eyes. Yeah. Oh, you're so funny, Rob. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> did you want to talk about your therapy session today? Yeah. Um, so basically, I had therapy this morning. And um, mm-hmm. so last night, I was really anxious. Last night and this morning and kind of a lot of today, I was really anxious. And I haven't felt like a ton of anxiety in a while, which is like really great. Love that for me. We love that. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of like, yeah, I'm feeling anxious again because um, I went to my aunt and uncle's house and like saw my parents, which is nice and relaxing, but it's also like, I don't know, it comes with a bit of anxiety. And then of course. Um, just with like baggage and stuff. And my dad just like went through a whole medical emergency so like i saw him and just seeing him doing really well is great but it just like reminds me of what happened and then on the way home i was like 10 minutes away from home and there was a really horrible accident right in front of me um Mm -hmm. it happened maybe like a few minutes before i got there so i didn't like see it but Mm -hmm. um i was there and like there were no police yet no um ambulances or anything so it was pretty pretty like directly afterwards and there were two cars and i just it was like craziness like pandemonium smoke everywhere and i was just like fuck this and i went down an alley really Mm -hmm. quickly because i knew i i knew i knew the area and i knew there was an alley that i could turn right on and escape and like go down a different street and escape that mm-hmm. whole situation. So I did that. But I was just like, fuck. Like, that just sucks. And, like, driving is really scary for me. <laughs> really? Um, I have a lot of anxiety about about being in an accident. Uh, do you have previous history with accidents? I've never been in a bad accident. Knock on wood. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. But I just have heard about a lot of people in accidents and seen accidents, and I just, like, know that it's a thing. So, I, I don't know. It's just, like, another thing my brain latches onto and decides to be anxious about. Yeah, I hear that. Um, yeah. Really I don't think – I don't I don't know if anyone was hurt in this accident, but it just looked like both cars were kind of beat up. So, mm-hmm. Um. And then, it's still not fun. No matter yeah. what, right? It's still not fun. Then I got home and I was like, okay, I'm going to take like a little CBD. I'm going to calm down mm-hmm. and watch, a, like, watch Succession. And then watch <laughs> I love that. how that's how you calm down. <laughs> I know. I was like, this is not a calming show, but I need to watch it because it's Sunday night. Um, oh, is this still so, coming out? Yeah, it's coming out every Sunday night right now but um then i i didn't have my phone on me and i like was going to bed and i looked at my phone and i saw my friend's dog 
had gotten into a little, she got sick, so she had to be taken to the ER. Mm-hmm. Um, she like ate something she shouldn't have eaten. And um, so then my friend was like, I'm freaking out. I'm in the ER. And I was just like, fuck. Like, I love this dog. And I like loved my friend. Yeah. And I was just like, God damn it. So I was just like texting her, reassuring and trying to like figure out what's going on. And that was just making me really anxious. So I talked to my therapist about it and she was kind of relating it back to what happened with my dad and how I got this, the phone call like Sunday night. This is a few months ago now. Mm-hmm. And how I just like, it causes me anxiety because I can't control what's going to happen mm-hmm. to the people that I love. And like anything anything could happen at any at any moment and um yeah that just really sucks (sighs) so it's like i really have to deal with that like i i have a lot of trouble like not i'm not a control freak but like i just don't like being out of control of like situations if people are gonna get hurt (laughs) you know i'm not a control freak but i don't like being out of control (laughs) well i'm not a freak about it (laughs) No, I hear it. You just like don't want to be at the mercy of something terrible, right? And, yeah, like, yeah. It's it, it's really hard because that's just like a reality. Uh, and maybe that's even part of the reason why you don't like driving because you are like at the mercy of other people too, right? Yeah. Like like I driving safe, is inherently dangerous. Yeah, like I can I can take all the precautions that I need, but it won't stop someone from plowing into me you know like mm-hmm. if they if they're drunk or if something happens so it's scary it is scary it's a reality that a lot of people forget about but at the same time like a lot of people face so it's real it's very real so i'm sorry about your friend's dog i've also had something very similar happen where i was like that person that had to take their dog to the hospital at very late night very late Um, yeah yeah how was the worst feeling yeah and you said that your therapist was relating it back to your dad right Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah, she was like it's it's similar to that and that's why you're like, it's like bringing up that trauma or whatever, that mm-hmm. anxiety and how I'm like, I don't deal with being overwhelmed very well. So I, it manifests in physical ways mm-hmm. for me, like my anxiety manifests physically because it's how like so? my body is absorbing it. I mean, um, yes, like every time we have a reaction to anything, our body reacts. Yeah, I feel like that's just what anxiety is for me. Uh like is it supposed to be something else i don't know no well again nothing's supposed to be anything right right (laughs) um so easy to say right yeah just like don't think about it it's fine but i do hear that what happens when you're getting anxious um my chest gets really tight and 
eye and my arms hurt. Like I have like pain running down my arms. Interesting. And I feel nauseous. Yeah. And my heart, I feel my heart beat in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, in my throat. In my head. Yeah. <laughs> That's never fun. Do you think yeah. like that what your therapist was saying was right? Um, I think, yeah, I think it was right. But also, um, I was telling her how like this time last year, like in April of 2022, my mm-hmm. ex's dog, um, had to go, well, he was, he died. Um, mm-hmm. he died suddenly and he was like kind of my dog too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at that point because he was like a puppy and um and he got him I, while you two were together right or he got a different dog when we were together which is a whole other story got it but got um it. the first dog he had had for he had had before we got together but i spent so much time with him we like bonded so much and like i spent a lot of time um like i would have him overnight just like me and the dog and like i would have him for a weekend or just he'd be like over at my place just the two of us yeah just your dog kind of yeah i loved him so much um he was just the sweetest little dog just like a little angel but yeah he just like died really tragically like really suddenly and i wasn't there and i couldn't control it you know like i just Mm -hmm. like wasn't able to do anything about it and he called me as soon as it happened hi i rushed over there like i was just like in action um calm calm under pressure but then of like the few days after the fact were so mm-hmm. horrible like i just like could not stop crying um we were both like wrecked both of us were wrecked um it was like losing a child honestly yeah, yeah. No, I and feel, like I really do ultimately we broke up so like largely because of this situation mm-hmm. so anyway I told my therapist about that like when it happened I was seeing her and she like and I talked to her a lot about it so I was telling her this kind of this reminded me a lot of when this happened last year around this time and I got the 10 p.m. text phone call about the dog and she was just like no that's not it that's about your dad I was like what okay I guess so like I feel pretty good about my dad like my dad is good um yeah I, I I hear what she's saying like the fact that it was still a really traumatic experience right like yeah the trauma's there of Abby 10 o'clock on a Sunday is on high alert. <laughs> yeah. And uh, good, no, I won't call you suddenly at 10 p.m. on a Sunday. I'll keep that in mind. Um, you can if you <laughs> if you need to. You can call me. <laughs> I'll be like, I'll wait until 11. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I should start to be on Do Not Disturb past 10 p.m. Yeah, um, Just but I know I really do know, but 
it's just like again even if like say that that wasn't it like how you felt wasn't exactly was like the direct correlation it Mm -hmm. i think it really speaks on how she handled it saying like i don't know like the exact details of course right Mm-hmm. But the way that you tell me, it sounds like she kind of just shut it down really hard, really fast. She like did, yeah. Thinking. Yeah, like I tried to bring it up. I was like, and it was kind of like this dog, and then she cut me off, like thinking that I was done with the sentence. Maybe it was mm. Wi-Fi or whatever, but she was like, no, I think it's this. And then I was tried to bring it up again, and she was like, I think your dad is more important than like the dog. Or, like, I think your your dad, like, everything that happened with that, like, meant more to you than this dog thing. And I was like, of course it did. Oh, my God. Like, I literally said it like that. Mm-hmm. I was like, of course. it was. It's my dad. I'm not saying I don't care about my dad. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, like ugh. I mean, I was there with I was there with this dog. Like, I wasn't there when he died, but I was there ten minutes later, and I, you know, we took his body to the to the ER vet, and they mm-hmm. took him away. And like, I fucking was torn to pieces. Yeah, torn to pieces over it. And when my dad was, he had his emergency. Like, I wasn't there. I flew out to San Francisco two days later. I saw him in the hospital and I was so nauseous like I I thought I was going to throw up because I just like couldn't believe that I was seeing him in the ICU Um, but it's just different you know yeah it's a dog versus a human but I loved that dog so I don't know I just don't think you can say like one is more or you can say my my dad is means more than the dog but they're just different. Well, just, yeah, they affect you differently. Like, there's different dynamics, too, where you were much closer to the dog. Like, you actually interacted with a dead body. Like, mm-hmm. that is very traumatic for anyone. And on top of that, it's, like, in your vicinity. Like, you can get to that dog, right? And yeah. And rather than, like, with your dad, who was in san francisco you had like no control which Mm -hmm. in some ways like presents more of a like a like it can present more of a separation or present more like a an anxious attachment like whatever it may be right um it can go either way but it's just like two different things Mm -hmm. and then also on top of that it's like your dad is fine or at least like getting better right and also had like the help and support that helped him get there and like could have been way worse rather than like this mm-hmm. dog that like didn't have like couldn't help anyone yeah i didn't have that's anything so right heartbreaking to me yeah that's what broke my heart um yeah just knowing that this dog had no one and ugh, did not know what was happening yeah yeah just like really dude puppies 
and animals and like babies, for example, just really don't know what's going on a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. It's wild. And they're so but pure. They are so pure. But at the same time, like going back to your therapist, just like, dude, Abby, you know, I, I continue to say, like, I get freaking weird vibes all the time whenever you tell me these stories. Again, maybe she's like, maybe, I don't know how she's, what she's telling you. I don't know how she's telling you these things. But again, as I say, the most important yeah. part of anyone is how they make you feel, right? Yeah, the problem is like I I would I would find a new therapist, but and I've had better therapists than her or like therapists that I felt better with. Mm-hmm. But I hate the idea of starting over with a new person. I mean, like someone that I someone that like I have to retell everything to. Dude, that sounds like dating. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it really does. But at the same time, let's just take it as if it were dating, right? It's like, oh, I've been with this person for so long. They know so much. And yeah, it sucks in these cases, but I like just don't want to let go because then I'd have to start from scratch again. Like, What in that case would you tell that person? What would you tell a person that is in a relationship for two years that... Uh, like that is just like really weird and kind of awkward and hard for them, but they just don't want to like let go to start something new. I love that because I really think that I would tell the person to end the relationship because it's better to start something new. Fresh and happy and new, right? Yeah. Then like continue to dig a hole in something that's not working for you. (laughs) Mhm. Mhm. People can be can come and go. Like they even in relationships or friendships or like services or people, right? They can do the thing and then after a certain amount of time it's like, okay, maybe it's time for us to move on. Like I've have I've have I've had friends who've had therapists break up with them or they've broken up with therapists just like saying like this I just need a change like we've done our thing i need to go work on my own stuff and then maybe either i'll come back or i'll go to a new therapist or you need to go and do your own thing and then go to a different therapist like it's just a reality like sometimes Mm. you like start splitting like you've i'm i know you've changed so much since the time that you've met your therapist yeah like even just like the time that you and I have known each other or we've connected, right? It's been almost a month or a year since we've almost a month, almost a year since we've been like reconnecting. I've seen so much growth from you, dude. And Mm. it might just be time for you to like look into finding someone that can reflect that and like see Abby for who Abby is now. Mm. Right. Yeah. I think I should. I should try to look into it. Someone that takes insurance. (laughs) Yeah, dude, that's a reality. Dude, finding therapists that take insurance is so hard. It's so hard. How did you find your therapist? I went to this website. What was it called? Psychology Today. Let's see. Psychology. 
today. And people had good and bad luck on it. Um, I kind of did like speed dating in a way where it was like I found like six or ten different therapists that I really found that I thought was like different things I thought were really important to me such as like Mm -hmm. I needed a woman I needed someone that like is LGBTQ friendly LGBTQ TBQ BTQ friendly. Uh, yeah. Like Lagutapata. 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 Remind me to send you a post later about that. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. like, like that someone yeah, that also that like, yeah, wants like all these different things and like, and you know, you can do all these find all of them and then i contacted a bunch of them kind of like speed dating interviewing the whole thing and scheduled a bunch of them um and so i had like two video calls and two voice calls and like she was like the last voice call that i had i think i had like another call or and or another video call after that but with my therapist Mm. i was just like something just feels right like it just feels right like i like there wasn't anything that she said specifically but just like how i felt i was like she's the one i'm gonna go with and she's been the one that i've like stuck with for like a year and a half now Mm. i miss my college therapist yeah dude (sighs) he was great he was really great why was he so great? I was so comfortable talking to him and like he was younger and from the Bay Area. He went to the same college as me. Um, so we had a lot of like similar background. Um, Got it. I think you've so said you that could, like, before kind of understand too. that. Yeah. Yeah. And he was just like super non-judgmental and like just kind of let me do my thing and, and it was more of like a relaxation moment for me <laughs> than anything kind of like like how we talked about safe spaces last time how yeah it's like a safe space like, yeah one that you could actually talk about how you felt and like felt like you would be heard and talk mm-hmm. about like things that were like actually like upsetting you and be and even if it was like wrong in whatever way or shape or form that that may be it's still just a someone that you can go to and know that you can work through it together right yeah um maybe i can just say to her that like i need i want to find someone that can take insurance because it's like really expensive i think it's actually really important that you're just honest with her because then you can be honest with yourself too right I just really didn't like when she said your I think your dad is more important than than the dog. I think that's a very real thing. I definitely think that you should say that to her. Be like, hey I just, like, like this is like even if let's say that you're right. 
like even if let's say that you're right again between any relationship any dynamic it's not about who's right and who's wrong um like once you start thinking in that dynamic it's like go it's ending right like it's unhealthy but let's just say that she's right and it doesn't matter if she's right or not because then you're just gonna like feel shitty and feel awkward and like not be able to express yourself and then continue to shut down and then when she's already like complaining like not complaining but you know like complaining about how you're not opening up right Mm-hmm. And like not giving her all, giving, and you're not, what she says, not giving you all this information, giving her all this information, then it's like she's not giving you that space to do it and then complaining that you're not giving her that, right? Right. So it seems like it's always been like when you do try, you get shut down. And then when you don't do it, she gets annoyed. Hmm. Yeah. It's just been the trend that I see. And again, I don't know what is going on in your therapy session. For good reason. Like, I don't want to know. However, like, the way that we have continued to bring this up has been so... Has been, like, the same thing over and over and over again, right? In, like, different ways, Mm -hmm. but kind of the same idea. Mm -hmm. And I really... And I think, like, if you do choose to move forward with a different therapist, that you have to be honest with your therapist, too. So, like, I really didn't, like, past couple sessions that we've had has been really difficult for me because I felt like I haven't been validated in what I'm feeling. And, uh, again, saying, like, I feel these things, not something that she did. And if she gets defensive, mm. then, dude, we have bigger problems, too, right? Like, right. Like, if... <laughs> <laughs> right. If anyone's supposed to be the easiest to break up with, it should be with a therapist. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, like, keep that keep that in mind. So, but like saying, like, hey, yeah. I really don't feel like I've been heard in the safe space. Like, I like it's been really difficult because when I do open up, I feel like you're not listening to me, and when I don't, you complain. When I say this thing. Like, you've really been fighting me on, like, my bisexuality. You've been fighting me on my poly dynamics. Like, you know, like, not actually fighting you, but definitely have been putting in... Like, it's been an active push, right? Yeah. At least it wasn't the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just saying it was, like, me dating someone that I already knew was unavailable. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, to be, like, I don't have to commit. Yeah, that's really fucking rude, I find. And it's just <laughs> also, like, the it's kind of the opposite for you, too, right? In this specific case, like, you're actually wanting to commit. And, like, yeah, yeah. there were some points in time where, like, it would be easier to, like, not have to. But it's, like, you really, but, but in actuality, you really want to, right? I do, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of things there. Like, and just, again, she has, like, these ideas that can be applicable, that can be right, that can actually be, like, the quote-unquote truth or the reality that, like, is there. But the delivery isn't landing, and that's, like, even more important. It's, like, 
me and this person were talking earlier today about how, like, being able to convey an idea, a conversation, an argument is sometimes more important than what the actual argument is. Like, rather than saying, like, A to Z, like, oh, we're starting here and we ended this idea, we rather go through all of the letters of the alphabet, right? And break it down. Because mm. then you can actually see, like, what the actual thought process is. You're like, okay, you agree with that? Like, one plus one is two, right? Yes. You, like, and you agree that um, two plus one is three, and, like, two plus two is four, right? Therefore, we can, and then if two plus two is four, then two times two is four. And, like, how you learn how to do math, how you learn how to do logic, how you learn how to write, all these different things and breaking it down. But if someone just came up to you and you knew, like, only basic algebra and they started coming at you with calculus, like, yo, bro, I don't know if you're right or not, but I just, like, don't understand what you're saying. And I can't participate, right? Right. And it's the same thing with therapy, especially in a more sensitive way, because it's not just, like, facts and logic, but rather, like, how you interpret something is sometimes is way more important than like the reality of it because mm. if you interpret things one way that is your reality like mm-hmm. that's why communication is so different or difficult mm-hmm. because like two people can have like one person can say one thing and mean one thing and then the other person can take it another way and yeah it's important mm. to like try to align those as much as you can but like if that doesn't get a like your reality is still your reality and that's really important to discuss in therapy that way you can then adjust your reality rather than just saying like no your reality is wrong Mm. yeah and a part of me is like do i need do i really like need this therapy (laughs) no but i still do am i just fixed am Am i I just fixed already great am i perfect Um, am i perfect at the age of 25 26 i just want to stop like i'm just tired about i'm just tired like talking about myself it's it's hard like i left the session this morning feeling so nauseous um Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just that's don't like it. Too. I feel un- I I feel really uncomfortable, honestly. I wow, that's some that's I, a strong fucking statement. I do. I um I kind of muscle my way through every single week for years and years and years, and I never like it. I never like it, but I do it because mm-hmm. I want to better myself and like I want to sometimes I like really need to talk it through with mm. someone that's not my friend because I don't want to burden them I don't want to burden my friends you never burn oh <laughs> but yeah like sometimes uh-huh. you just need to talk to someone that's like a professional but yeah. it's uncomfortable I find it very uncomfortable therapy is uncomfortable it's really difficult you have to like face your shit and that's why a lot yeah. of people don't like it. Um, but the same, like, that's even more of a reason why someone, that if you're paying someone to do this with, that you need to be 
safe and comfortable with them, right? Mm-hmm. If they're if it's like oh I hate like therapy and I hate the person I'm doing therapy with, you're just not going to get the most that you can out of it, right? If anything, right? But if you're like I don't like therapy, but at least like I enjoy this person, kind of like we'll we'll kind of equate it to me and hiking. Like I don't like hiking, <laughs> but if I enjoy the person I'm hiking with, then I will do hiking. Yeah. Right. Like. It just makes it easier. You want to like do all the things and set yourself up in a safe area and space yeah. that you're looking forward to the thing, right? And if you're not looking right. forward to it directly, at least like something around it that makes it easier. Hmm. Yeah. You are right. You are very right. I don't um, want to be right. I just want to help you like find something that works for you. I think I'm just lazy. Like it's a, it's a, like a laziness. <laughs> no, that's a reality <laughs> too. Like, like dating. I is... don't want to. Yeah, it's like dating. I don't want to do the work sometimes to like find someone new. Yeah, that's so real. Finding a therapist is really fucking hard, especially finding someone that you really like and that takes your interest. Yeah. All those things have to line up. It really is dating. With but then money it's like... involved. With money involved, yeah. Um, but I went on a really good date last week, and like, it just made me be like, you know what? I'm jazzed. I'm jazzed about new people. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude! I like <laughs> jazz. <laughs> I like jazz. Um, just <laughs> like they were really cute, and I was like, you know what? It's sometimes it's good to just like try a new thing. And, like, meet new people. Huh. It is true. It is very true. My love, I, I really want you to just, like, be stoked. And happy. I, I want to be stoked. I want to be yeah, stoked dude. about therapy. Yeah. I, I like therapy. Like, I like the concept of it. Yeah. I really... Yeah, I mean, it's also hard work, too, right? It's just, like... I definitely feel like getting myself to therapy is difficult. Thank God it's online. Like, otherwise I just wouldn't go. Right. Um, Especially while I'm in a fucking different country. Anyway. Yeah. Like I, but once I get there, I'm at least like comfortable. Like I know that I can say things and that she's going to help me through them. Like I know that once I get out of a session, at least, like, something we talked about was productive and that I enjoyed. And, you know, some of them are better than others and some of them are worse than others, but it's... Yeah. Like, getting there is, like, the hard part, but then doing it is at least, like, pretty easy. Yeah. Part of me is, like, so she's the only therapist I've ever seen um, only virtually, really. Like, we've met a couple times, but it's just, mm-hmm. like weird to me to think that I've only been in the same room as her a couple times because of COVID. Mm -hmm. Um, But like all the other therapists I've had were I would go into their office in person or if like my high school therapist that I had senior year when I moved Mm -hmm. to college we talked on the phone and then I switched over to someone in person because I just felt like the phone sessions weren't really doing anything for me. 
Phone um, sessions are hard for sure. Yeah. But I think maybe it's just like it's very convenient. I love the fact that I can just like roll out of bed and do it. Same and then, dude. And then it's go so to work. Nice. Yeah. It's so nice. But I don't know. It's like there's something like I'm missing a connection. That is something that you've said too before, especially with how you like building a rapport with people, right? Um, yeah. It was either last week or the week before where you're just like, I feel really awkward because I don't like we're kind of built to do the the dialogue of how are you doing and getting to know someone else, right? And mm-hmm. Being on a computer is kind of limited in a way. Um, and maybe like being in person is really important to you. That might just be a reality where just like I get more out of it when I feel like I have that in person intimacy because then it's not like worrying about Wi Fi or like actually having yeah. to like stress out about like getting things ready and I'm not distracted as much, right? And yeah, it takes a little bit more time, but. Yeah, like, sometimes she'll get, like, phone calls and stuff, and, like, she just, like, doesn't understand how to silence her phone. <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> like, like very often, she'll, and there'll just be, like, noises, or, like, something will pop up, and she's like, sorry, I don't know what, like, she doesn't know how to use her computer, or, like, her phone, and know how to silence it. Interesting. Technology, like, dude. I, like, my dude, just just put your phone on silent. Literally. Just do, like, the, the basic thing. <sighs> yeah. That is real. That is very real. And I don't know if, like, being in person with her specifically would help fix that. But also, like, that is just another thing, right? Like... Hey, I would also like someone that I feel like I can trust to be kind of focused, right? Like, yeah, you know, you can get you can distra- get distracted. Like, me and my therapist get distracted all the time. She has animals, and I, and I like love animals. And well, there's animals around me, or like I see something and we kind of laugh, right? We get distracted, but it's yeah. normal. But it's still like engage the entire time right right For me, what do I want to talk about today? Um, I I just like I still feel really awkward about all the things that we kind of talked about earlier, um, like before our call or, yeah. or before starting our hitting the record yeah. button. So. And it's just like awkward is uh, an interesting word. Yeah, like I I feel awkward in a lot of different ways um part of it is like 
guilt definitely comes to mind, even though there's really nothing to be guilty about. Um, hmm. It's just like a really strong negative emotion that I have. And I feel like I, like, what, and it's been really difficult because I like to think that I can be very vulnerable with people, but I think that I'm just like yeah. naturally open and I don't and right now I'm just trying to determine if it's like am I vulnerable or is this just like something that I'm not ready to like share yet right what do you mean um like I don't really feel there are just some things that I'm like not that I have to process first or oh yeah that's normal that's very normal it's very normal too right yeah very normal very um but like i don't know there are just some things i process but never like get out and never share like same and it just feels really weird because i know a lot of people like can feel very vulnerable and open and share these things with me right at the same time i just don't feel like i either reciprocate or do a good job of reciprocating or asking to like help or asking for help or it just feels like I give myself a lot and I don't ask for help in the same way and I don't ask and like protect myself and I don't know how to be as open sometimes as other people do and that's why like I think of you that's why I think of like my friends and my close ones and like my mom and all these different people in my family like okay i need to just be scared and like do the thing that they would tell me or do the thing that they would do or do the thing that i would tell them and then like they do yeah. right like taking yeah. my own advice for example yeah and it's I mean, been really difficult i feel like you are very open and like but you, like, you can't be open all the time, you know? I agree with like that. A, I don't I don't think that's, like, the problem, though. I think it's more uh-oh. on the lines of, like, I am very open about the past. But not the present? And maybe not. Mm. Like, yeah, I'm like, afraid that... Go ahead. Like I thought you were you were like ha- really happy. Um so <laughs> well, period. <laughs> no, I mean <laughs> I thought you were happy. No, 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 I mean like like I didn't have an idea that you were feeling sad and like so yeah, like I wouldn't have known. Um Yeah. Yeah, it's it's difficult because like I do want to put on I happy find face. Yeah, I do want to put on a happy face and I find like putting on uh like a happy face and helping other people can help me too. Like again, I can take away different yeah. things. Like sometimes I'll say something I'm like, "Damn, that was good. I actually have to like listen to that." Or <laughs> Like they kind of, or that person like helps me through things. And if I can yeah. get myself to be positive, 
for someone else. Sometimes it just stays that way. Uh-huh. Um, but sometimes it's just like you're going to feel sad. And I can definitely still turn on that positivity for other people. It's a skill that I'm very proud of because it means that I can be there for people, even if it's like a little difficult for me. Um, but at the same time, I don't know if it's a skill that I need or if I want, right? Like it's like giving myself more than I might be able to. Mm. And it really affects Mm -hmm. me. It's like your boundaries. It's like you have to give to others, be able to be there for people, but then also have that boundary within yourself to know like when to turn a little more inward to yeah, be more like, self-protective. Mm-hmm. And keep those, keep my limits in mind. Mm. Like, I've, yeah. I'm, I'm such a giver, dude. Yeah, like, you are. It's, it's like ingrained in me, both from my mom and my dad. And it's like, I, I'm really happy about it. I'm really happy that I can give people whatever right i can give them either like positivity or a like advice or an outlook or just like physical health or emotional or like cognitive health or whatever right like i can i can help i can give and it's such a skill but i think at the same time i'm learning that i can like give too much and i don't know where that is i don't know how to like ask i don't know how to like i don't know if that's like actually me or if it's something else i just feel like very not me right now and right you're saying that yeah i really like go ahead no you go no i think it'll be better if you ask a question okay um i was gonna say what do you think you are like how would you define yourself like how do you define antonio right and now or in general <laughs> like who the person that you you believe you are like when you say you're not yourself like who do you think is yourself um i don't know if this is a helpful question no it is I think I'll have to, I'm, I'm going to do a little, it's a great question. I love it a lot. Um, I, I'm going to like have to talk a little slow because I'm going to be processing a little bit of it. But definitely, uh, ironically, I feel kind of guarded. I've always felt like I've been guarded in specific ways. Uh-huh. Like, I let people get close, but I don't know if I let people in that much. Like, mm. there's there's so much that I talk about in my journal that I don't feel like I can share with people. And I don't know if it's because, like, well, I know part of it is definitely that I'm, like, ashamed um, in some things. Or, like, I, or I feel like I'm burdening other people or that I'm, like, not able to bring it up or that I'm afraid 
of whatever, right? And yeah. I like just feel that part a lot right now. Mm. Like I also think Antonio is typically a very positive human. Um, very optimistic, very like real and validating and excited and engaged and thoughtful and all these things, right? And right. resilient. Um, like even if something's kind of shitty, he still can be like, life is fucking great. But the past like week or two, it's been really difficult to say like life is amazing, which is like a good and healthy thing to have and feel. But it just doesn't feel me to be like so lost in the sauce to where I can't like pull myself out of it. Hmm. And well. I don't know if like asking for help is it or if I just need to figure out what it is like there's just a lot of question marks I don't know what the questions are or the answers are yeah well I'm here for you you're definitely not alone um and I yeah I relate to a lot of it like I think toxic positivity is something that like gets to everyone Mm -hmm. um like it's not always good for you to be positive all the time and like not facing what's happening reality and stuff i think you're really just like feeling the feelings and like you're in the middle of it that's definitely something that i've been actually like really thinking about lately it's just like how positive I am and if it is toxic positivity and I really worry about that like I've just been like really self-conscious lately actually it's just like mm. a huge part of it just like not having like a group that is like here to validate the things and having to be me and just myself and feels really hard and difficult do you feel like something specific happened that you can like pinpoint? Um, I think I recognized me like losing the ability to be me when a couple, like a week or two ago when I was like, Oh, I want to do these things. But I was with like, my group of friends that I met that I made over in Puerto Viejo and they were fucking awesome. Like I, I love them dearly. And I miss them. And I like, uh, just like they became close. We became close. Um, but I just started recognizing that I was like doing things as a group rather than like as a solo traveler. Right. Like it became yeah. a family, which is not a bad thing, but I definitely just became, more like a like group oriented and like started to like give myself more than I was wanting and like making plans with groups and like doing not doing things I didn't want to but just like adjusting right for the group 
Uh-huh. And, and you feel that's not yourself? No, because typically I'd be like, I'm going to go do this anyways. Like, respectfully, right? Yeah. I just felt like I became more of a sheep. I kind of feel like, I don't know, I, I have some thoughts. Mm-hmm, please. I mean, I don't know, I'm not there, but um, you were talking about how like you miss stability mm-hmm. and the you know creature comforts and just like knowing pe- like people being the same and just like having that normalcy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you just were going along with the group because you were getting comfortable with them and like it's just easy versus like going off on your own and doing something that's like counter to that is like also scary. So subconsciously you wanted to stick with your group because it feels more like comforting and like, um, normal, like this makeshift family. I think it's like that, but a little different to where it was more thinking, like, what's for the good of the group rather than, like, what's for the good of me? And uh-huh. just, like, giving a little bit... Just, like, just, again, just, like, putting, like, other people before me. And not, like, too big of a way, but definitely where I was, like, I would have done it differently. I would uh-huh. have done things just a little differently. Not in, like, such a massive thing, but definitely, like, added to where I was, like, oh, I'm adjusting myself well that's gonna happen like any any time too like yeah but that's like not something that i have been like trying to do or been like priding myself on like when i was back home or traveling i was like no i'm gonna go do this like doing the thing that i wanted to do one of the things i love about solo travel is that you can do anything you want when you want to do it and yeah. I just think I got a taste of that and then I like fell back into like doing things with others for others when I uh-huh. found that like stability. And I don't and I feel like I'm just like maybe a little disappointed in the fact huh. that I had this and tasted it and then like it went away. I think you can go back to it. What are ways that like what are ways that, like, you can put yourself first right now? Well, I'm at a different hostel slash place, so I'm just, like, in in a very extreme way, I'm just not really talking to anyone. <laughs> like, I'm just... At the like, new hostel? Really, yeah. I also yeah. feel like everyone else has been, like, at least on the Pacific side, really standoffish and weird. Um, where I was on the Caribbean huh. side of Costa Rica, everyone was very open and friendly and like willing to talk and all these things. It's been really huh. an interesting Weird. dynamic. Yeah. Um, but like that has been one way for me to just like do things on my own where I don't have to make friends with anyone. <laughs> right. There is one person here that I talked to. She's cool. She, I went to like, uh, and I walk of falls with her. Ooh. That was super cool. Um, just falls in 
yeah, waterfalls. It was really yeah. cool. Really, really cool. Um, oh, is she, she the one that you went on the hike with? Yeah. She was nice. really fun. She definitely made it fun and interesting. But, like, I need to just do things on my own. Yeah. For me. Right? Do it. Yeah. I think that's the goal. What's your plan tomorrow? Maybe more work because I'm like kind of stressed about it. Um, I have things I want to do and need to do. So probably just okay. going to try to knock out more before I go play. Like mm-hmm. having a hard time validating play. So okay. if I can do more work, then I'll be able to validate it more and appreciate it more. Yeah. Get it out of the way. Mm-hmm. In the morning and then do something later. Maybe. I think I have like a meeting at two or three. So we'll see how that goes. But Nice. Yeah, we'll see. There'll be things. There'll be things. Mm-hmm. I love, shall we wrap it up? Yeah, yeah, we can wrap it up. I know it's getting late there. Yeah. Holy shit, it is getting late. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, well. All right. Well, well, sleep well, my love. Same to you. That was a good catching up. Thanks for listening. Of course, anytime. You can reach out to me whenever. I'm always here for you. I know that and believe that so much. You're pretty great, Abby. You're pretty great. Thanks. <laughs> Don't forget that. I will do my best in this time of self, of transformation. Of transformation, of growth. Of growth. It's been mm-hmm. wild, but okay. Well, I love you all, Therapy Thoughts. Love you, Therapy Thoughts. Bye. Bye.